Welcome to the BBC, a wax cast based on collaboration, not competition. Between Both Cheeks is a world filled with beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. The hosts of the BBC are Luba, the badass boss bitch, creator and owner of international brands and beauty salons. Becca, once newbie and now experienced enforcer, she's hatched out of her egg and manages business with authority and a smile. And Ashley, a straight, shooting, spicy Italian. Hot off the global circuit, she's got expertise to share. Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson! This is the BBC Between Both Cheeks. Yes, we mean those cheeks. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram at Between Both Cheeks and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, or wherever you tune into your favorite shows. Today, I have Becca with me, and I also have our spicy Italian, Ashley, new mom, spicy Italian, and I am your host, Luba. Yes, just Luba, like Cher or Madonna. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good. Happy 4th of July. Happy Canada Day long weekend. All of the things. Mm -hmm. Holiday weekend. Yes. That's when Ashley got her. Yes. (laughs) Ashley, this is 40. Have you even no, you're not even 40 yet. I'm not even 40 yet. (laughs) I don't even go there. I and I don't even know how I did it. I'm I'm walking around, guys, with a bad back, or I'm barely walking. I'm hobbling. I am hobbling around with a bad back, trying to lift an infant. Let me tell you, that is not fun and it is not easy. You're so so lucky you have support. Oh, it was a weekend in bed for me, ish, ish. Mm -hmm. Because really, there's no stopping when your mom, let's be honest. It's like owning a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. There's no sleep. There's no sleep for the wicked. No, but absolutely not. My, my daughter's a good one. So I'm, I'm at least lucky in that aspect that I didn't really have to worry too, too much. But yeah. oh, mm-hmm. sore backs are no fun. No. So did you guys fun. have a fun weekend? Did you get up to anything interesting or fun? Yes, I had a, I was in bed all weekend, but for a different reason. <laughs> too much information no jake and i I, we had a staycation downtown for our anniversary um yeah and we were so you had your anal bleach before that right of course of course (laughs) my wax my bleach all of the things um no we were we were a tourist in our own town which we had never done before and that was quite cool i Mm -hmm. love that staycations are probably one of my favorite things to do yeah. I love to check out the the different restaurants that you don't normally yeah. go to, the different spas you don't normally go to. I'm a spa girl. If anybody hasn't yeah. realized, yes, I like to work in one, but I also like to go to one. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, we went. And for- yes, if I come to your spa, I am judging. Of course. That's that's why you're on the podcast. <laughs> um, we went for espresso tasting. Ooh, oh, cool. yeah, like, like really did cool stuff that we wouldn't usually do. So yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff that we that we did and walked around and Thank yeah, you for I'm, putting the S in there and not the X in there. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, nothing Italian. drives me more than I'm going for an espresso. You're going expressly where? <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Becca? Did you have a quiet weekend in the heat or? Um, this past weekend, yeah, it was pretty quiet. I saw some family and friends, but like it was nothing special. Just went out for dinners. Um, I've been staying out of the sun because 
when we had the heat wave going over Vancouver, I was in the sun a lot and my partner got a sunburn. So we've been shying away from the sun. I, I got a burn for like that day, but then it goes away. I don't really yeah, burn. But he's pale. Yeah. Like it was two weeks ago, I think. And he still has the sunburn and it's peeling. And yeah. so it was just like anywhere that had AC. Yeah. That kind of thing. And then the last weekend for Canada Day, or actually it wasn't a weekend. Canada Day was in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a tattoo, <laughs> a yes. vulgar tattoo, but it's on my leg. So it's easily Hold on, hidden. a burger? A vulgar oh. tattoo. It oh, says, said a it's burger. a rose. <laughs> it's a rose and it has like a banner on it, kind of like those mom tattoos. And yeah. then on the banner, it says cheap bitch. So oh. I got that on my body forever. <laughs> okay so what what made you (laughs) want to do that so a few weeks ago I went to Ontario in your neck of the woods actually I was thinking about coming and visiting you but I didn't I didn't have like free reign of where I was traveling um and I was there to visit family because my grandma's sick she's fine now but it was like touch and go there for a little bit and you never know and you know at a certain age it's just worth it to go because you'd rather see them when they're like alive than go for a funeral so we were there because my grandma was sick and my grandma lives with one of my aunts and uncles and my mom and I are kind of estranged from that side of the family aside from like a a few people and it's a very large family so like majority don't talk to us and they don't like us and at first like they didn't want us to see grandma like COVID you're just on a plane you're from another province like Ontario is on major lockdown it was the same week that you guys were just allowed patios so it was like very new and meanwhile in BC like where you don't need to wear a mask anymore so it's very different I knew that going in, I researched all of the travel restrictions. In between Canada, it was allowed as long as it's like essential and compassionate like reasoning is essential. So we couldn't do it for recreational travel at that time. And uh, my family, I guess, didn't know that. And they just thought that the 14 day quarantine is for any travel, but that's just coming from another country, not within Canada, but obviously still not recommended for like just a trip and just because because that's like disrespecting the people who live in that province who maybe are having a harder time and you're bringing all your bc germs in so understandable and we're like okay cool like we'll see her outside in the backyard or on the porch we'll wear our masks we'll stay like six feet or more away like we won't hug her it would really suck but you know that's just the way of the world and it's fine obviously not worth getting her more ill and so the day that we were going to meet up with her at my aunt uncle's house, we were not going to see the aunt uncle, just grandma. And we were going to do it like outside masks, like totally COVID safe. And my mom called my grandma ahead of time and we were on speakerphone and my aunt was on the background and my mom was like, okay, like, are you ready? Like, do you have a jacket on? We're going to like sit outside, da, da, da. And my aunt heard my mom say this. And then my aunt yells across the room on speakerphone in front of her mother to one of her sisters. "Um, Why don't you take her out somewhere, you cheap bitch? So it was never about COVID. And we did end up taking her out. And they live in a really, a very small town, 
like not a lot is happening there like it's it's apparently small, not small, far small for town. me and I've never heard of it so yes exactly it's like small um, so there's not much in the way of restaurants there's like maybe four and one of them's like a pizza place and one of them's like fish and chips so not really like somewhere that would have a decent patio especially since Ontario has like just opened so I found the nicest place I could in this like small little town and I made a point of paying for the dinner so that if my Mm -hmm. grandma like told my aunt anything she'd be like oh yeah Rebecca did it (laughs) (laughs) but so that's the story because as soon as my aunt said that I was like I kind of want to get that as a tattoo I think that'd be really funny so you knew that right away (laughs) yeah right away wow and then I started like I didn't know what I wanted it to look like but then that's how it came into fruition and it'll just be like motivation to be successful and my goal is to one day have that side of the family call me to ask me for money. Oh, that's my goal. Wow. <laughs> or to be like, it. oh, I know her. Like, that's my niece. That's my cousin. And be like, wow. oh, yes. And that will happen. Yeah. That will happen. So that's the story. Karma always comes back around. What? I had just mm-hmm. posted something this morning that really relates to that. Oh, I'm so, so sorry you went through that, though. That is awful. Like, I, don't I know it was... my family gets like that. But first of all, why would they, they didn't want you to see her because of COVID. Why would you think that you could get in a car or take her somewhere? Yeah, it's excuses. That would have been like the last thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're like yeah. assholes. Everybody's got one. Yeah. 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 Um, so the quote is, some people talk about you because they lost the privilege to talk to you. Yeah. I like that. Isn't that good? Yeah. Um, Okay. So I, I love that. I mean, I, we were kind of going to go into hiring and part two, cause that was quite a quite successful topic for us and stuff, but mm-hmm. I love this that we can kind of continue on, you know, maybe the job or the company that you chose to, to be with um, the success that you can have for it and how companies have treated you um, with um, you know, whether it be, illness ash you went through it you went you, you lost your dad a couple mm. a couple years ago was it last year or a couple mm-hmm. years ago Ooh, it was three years ago three now, years ago yeah because that was you lost him before I lost my mom so mm-hmm. what have been your guys's experience in working for companies current and past with any sort of situation whether it be death whether it be illness mm-hmm. whether it be vacation time like has I think we should kind of talk about that to see all the different varieties Mm. that are out there. Have you ever been done denied a day off or told that you have to come in or have you been told to come back early from vacation or. I've had both positive and very negative Mm -hmm. um, experiences. I went through, I think when I was working with you, I went through a really, really difficult time and I ended up actually being off work for eight months. I got really, really sick, so sick that I didn't realize I was as sick as I really was. Yeah. And they spent months trying to figure out what was wrong with me and ended up, I have what's called Graves disease, which is something that affects your thyroid. So I had lost a boatload of weight and I can laugh about it now because it's kind of funny to think back on, but at the time it was Mm -hmm. rather scary. And my heat thermometer in my body was completely off. So I would go into the spa every day and I would crank the air conditioning. It would be the middle of the winter time. And I had the air conditioning cranked in the spa 
because I was sweating like it was 90 degrees outside. And the receptionist is sitting there in a winter jacket. I think Luba's sitting there in a winter jacket. (laughs) And I'm in a tank top, like just dripping in sweat because I think it's like the middle of summer. And this went on for weeks, months, maybe. And back and forth to the doctor and finally figured out what was going on. Blood work, this, that. Doctor calls me one day and says, you need to get in to the clinic right away. And I was like, I'm at work. Like, I'll try and get there if I can, but I'm at work. Now, keep in mind at the time, I've probably dropped about 20 pounds. People are commenting on it, but I don't, I don't even see that I've lost this much weight. But really, I looked like an emaciated crackhead to be point blank. I looked horrific. Um, And I was very, very tired. I was very, very lethargic. I could barely stand for long periods of time. Um, and yet I was still working my 10 hour days and I don't, I don't think complaining too much. Like, I think I was probably making comments that I felt off and I didn't feel right, but I was still there. I was still showing up and yeah. I said to the doctor, you know, I'll try to get there, but I'm at work. And I got off the phone. I remember saying something to Luba and Luba goes, are you crazy? Get your ass in the car and I am <laughs> driving you. And she actually literally drove me oh, wow. to the doctor's office. And I went inside and I did not show back up to work for eight months because that day I ended up from the doctor's office. I ended up actually in the hospital right away, um, about 25 minutes later. And I was in the hospital for about five days. So that was one experience and it went as well as it possibly could go, you know, like it's, yeah. It was a point where I didn't know if I was coming back. I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea I would have been off work for as long as I possibly was. But I actually ended up losing all of the muscle in my body pretty much. And I had to almost relearn how to walk. I couldn't get to a bathroom by myself. I couldn't raise my hands over my head to brush my hair. I couldn't do anything. So it was a very, very slow process because I ended up with what's called in a thyroid storm. And it's so rare that I literally had doctors coming in to visit me to look at my chart and ask if they could, you know, examine me because it's something that they've only read about in a textbook. So that was one experience. And I mean, it really went, I think, pretty good. Obviously, we're still close. We're still friends. So it couldn't have gone too poorly. Right. But obviously, from the opposite side of things, it definitely was not an ideal situation. You know, I had people on the books for probably eight weeks out that now all had to be called. And, you know, when is she coming back? I have no idea. Yeah, what's Uh, wrong with her? I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) And clients don't really to that too well. So definitely a challenge there. So that was that was one experience. Then when my dad passed away, when I was working for another company, the company I'm actually with now, again, I was very, very lucky that same I'm that person that tends to show up even when I shouldn't I think and my dad passed away and that morning I ended up was supposed to do a big presentation for um, a very big client so a presentation for about 85 people and I showed up there that morning and got a phone call from my boss as I'm sitting outside the office trying to collect myself and go inside to do this presentation. And I got a call from my boss going, are you crazy? What are you doing there? Go home and be with your family. Like it's a presentation. It's not the end of the world. It's not a be all and end all. It's not a life or death. 
everything is there. We can do this for you. Don't worry about it. So very, very lucky. But I've also had situations on the opposite side where I've had company tell me that I'd worked there for two years and I'd never taken a day off. And they told me I still could not take a day off. Wow. Yeah. And I finally got to a point where I was like, you know what? Forget it. And I quit on Mother's Day. Oh, wow. Boom. (laughs) Yeah. And I did that intentionally. Because I was like, you know what, forget it. I'm not taking this any longer. I don't need to take this any longer. I'd been treated like crap. And I went, you know what? You've made me hurt. And now I'm going to make you hurt. Which, okay, in retrospect, probably was not the most mature thing to do. But I think I was like 22 at the time. So there's there's a little justification. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when someone does you wrong to put the ego to the side and you know, continue yeah. to be a good person. It's hard. It's, it's a lot of practice and a lot of work. Becky, I know in, when you were waitressing, you had some interesting experiences. Yes. <laughs> I would yes. not recommend the restaurant industry if you want to be treated well and respected <laughs> as an employee. <laughs> um, so obviously recently my grandmother was sick and Luba was like so wonderful I I kept her like up to date as soon as I got that phone call that was like, hey, she's in hospital. We don't really know what's going on yet because I could tell in my mom's voice that my mom wanted to go. Because like for me, of course, it's like always sad when a family member dies, but it's different when it's your grandmother compared to your mother. Um, So like Luba was totally fine. I brought my laptop with me. I did as much work as I could, but because I was like staying with family members in very small towns not everybody had even wi-fi so it was a very big difference between like my life now and my life what it was in Ontario not that all of Ontario is like that they are civilized it just depends where you go (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that was like great it was like no questions asked it was like take as long as you need like it's better to go sooner than later like we'll figure it out it's fine and so that was nice. In previous jobs, one time I worked at a restaurant and my best friend passed away and she passed away suddenly. Like she was a young person. It's not like she was sick. No one really expected it. And she worked at that restaurant as well. So everybody who worked there knew her and she was a good employee. We both were like, we showed up on time. We did our job. We like had good sales, like never any issues really, at least that we were spoken to. And like the two days after she died and mind you just like ash when I found out that my friend died I was at work and I stayed for the rest of my shift until someone else found out and they're like go home you're crazy (laughs) so I think that can be quite common because it's it's like you go on autopilot almost Mm -hmm. and it's easier to do that than to start thinking about like the severity of what's happened So I was at work when I found out. I stayed for my shift. Then I went home. Like two or three days later, like it was the same week that this girl had passed away. Like their colleague, the business's employee, and the manager of the establishment made a really insensitive joke about how she passed away. And everybody like handles grief differently, but it was not appropriate to say at work and definitely not appropriate to say in front of like all of her friends when everybody 
like everyone who worked there was affected and like the waitresses would have to go to the bathroom in between the tables and like cry a little bit and pull themselves together and then go back out and then deal with a customer who's upset that you forgot the ice in her diet coke and you're like this is stupid like my friend just died fuck you (laughs) so it was very insensitive it was like not a good judgment call especially as a manager in a place of like leadership in the company so then a couple of us spoke to the owner to go like above the manager's head a little bit and the owner literally like did not care he just said like oh well like he's a nice guy deep down like I'm sure he didn't mean it and that was it like no there was no judgment that he was a bad person because we knew this person it was just like hey could you like talk to him maybe about what it means to be a manager at work and especially like during a difficult time like this so that was like very shitty but that wasn't necessarily to do with time off it was just like the culture was was not on point um but asking for time off like in a restaurant job is pretty shunned and like fairly non-existent and same with film and theater like you're either working every day all day for weeks or months at a time and then you'll get a period of rest all together all at once but like asking for a day off here or there for a dentist appointment or a family matter is like okay so then you're going to be written off of this show then Mm. and that's just how it is so it's very different now being in the beauty industry that is especially with Luba who like understands that personal issues come up and has been through some of them herself so I would not recommend the restaurants if you want time off or (laughs) to be treated like a human yeah I think I think people that only know the beauty industry and haven't experienced like I mean both of you guys have waitressed I've waitressed I've bartended way long ago um I don't think that people understand how lucky they are and you know Mm -hmm. the salons are usually closed six seven eight o'clock at night they're usually closed maybe on a Sunday Monday but it's usually a five-day work week um they, they'll work some of the holidays, like Christmas Eve, they'll work to a certain, you know, time and most places will close early, not all, but most, clo- then you've got like Christmas day off. And in Canada, we have boxing day off or mm-hmm. any stat we're closed for any bank holiday we're closed for like, the industry is pretty good. I mean, I came from corporate where we worked till midnight, seven days a week. I work. So when I was at the bottom of the food chain, I worked till midnight every Christmas Eve. Wow. That's just how, that's just how it was. Um, My experience, I was, I was raised that you go into work, whether you're sick or not. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I was raised by a mother that gave me bleach in a, in a bucket and told me to wash stairs. I think I was seven years old and I looked at my hands and my hands were starting to blister and they were starting to blister and pop with blood. And I remember running to her, not knowing like what was, what was going on. Well, it's because you just gave me a container of bleach with wa- a little bit of water. And she just looked at me and she went, Oh, hold on a sec and slathered Vaseline on them and said, go back to work. So that was like my, and, and not that she was like abusive in any way. It's just what she knew, right? She like, she gave me a much better life than, than she had as a child growing up. And this was a way to fix it. And this is part of the job and you're here to work. Um, so get it done. So I grew up with that mentality and that mindset of just like, 
get through it no matter what, find a Band-Aid fix, Vaseline, whatever it may be to, to, to get through it. Um, so I was put in situations with one uh, employer, I won't forget. And I was working as a cashier and I was sick. Like I obviously had some sort of stomach flu or something was going on. And I went to him and I was like, I keep running to the bathroom to get sick. And the bathroom was quite far away. And there were times where I literally just like left people trying to check out because I I had to run. And um, I never asked to go home, but I was hoping that he would see like on the cameras that I wasn't performing. I wasn't feeling well. And this is something that I couldn't control. And um, I wanted it to come from him because I didn't want to come from a place of looking that I was lazy or I, that I needed something, which I really should have just like advocated for myself and been like, I need mm-hmm. to go home. Um, and he brought a garbage bin over and said, if you're going to be sick, you can use this. No, yeah. I'll never That's forget good it. for customers. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Yeah. 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 So that was probably one of my worst experiences. You should, but like conveniently missed the garbage can. Right. I, I would have been cleaning <laughs> it up though. That's the thing. I would have been cleaning it up. So yeah, that was one of like my worst experiences. I think it was my first job when I moved moved mm-hmm. to Vancouver. But they were did you awful. stay at that job? No. I stayed yeah. in the company. And going back to what you were saying, Becca, about like, one day you will call me, one day you will know who I am. Mm -hmm. So fast forward years, I was still within the same company and head office called me and asked me to go to that store and teach them and train them on how to run their cosmetics department because they were doing so shitty. So it was very like, I mean, I put on the highest heels and the nicest suit and I was like, Hello, Stephen. Hello, Alex. Hello, Cindy. I've been sent by head office. Apparently you need help. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So never, never burn your bridges, right? As much as I was like, I was so pissed off on mm-hmm. what happened. Like I, you know, I stayed and I used the bucket or like I ran and I did, but I just, I just plowed through it. I didn't do anything that was vindictive. I put it when I left, I put in my two weeks notice. Like I didn't just leave abruptly or anything. And I just knew it would like, it would come around someday and yeah. walking back into that place and, you know, having a little bit of attitude on like, Oh, the, the office sent me here. Um, I guess you guys are having some problems. I was able to come from, even though it was a little bit cocky, I was able to come from a place of knowing that I could because I didn't leave abruptly. I didn't leave with attitude. I didn't walk. I didn't do them wrong. They did me wrong. So it was mm-hmm. like they had to eat it twice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You took the high road. I def- yeah. 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 I feel is- like I have to step back and say the place that I left on Mother's Day vindictively mm-hmm. was a restaurant. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Oh, that yeah. is. Yeah. So there I you have- go. Uh- I have, I have to go back to say it was the restaurant industry that I did do that. It was not a spa. Mm-hmm. It was not the industry mm-hmm. I'm currently in. It was yeah. a restaurant that did me wrong. But they noticed, <laughs> they noticed you weren't there. Now, listen, that sometimes isn't like the right thing to, I remember my mom, like growing up, my mom was always like, cause I was always wanted to come from a place of class, right? Like I just, I want, you have to be classier mom. You have to, and she was always like, fuck class. 
<laughs> like she was like, fuck this. No, they, they did this to me. This is what I'm going to do to them. This is like, this is like, it, it was very tit for tat with my mom, right? How I grew up and I wanted to come from a place. I mean, I, I grew up watching dynasty. Like I just wanted to be like, Oh, I want to be classy. Like these ladies minus the cat fights. <laughs> the restaurant industry is like it's so bad for that and it's very in the U.S. right now yeah and in the U.S. right now there's a lot of talk of like labor shortage Mm -hmm. and that's like mostly showing in minimum wage entry-level jobs which is a lot of restaurants and the arguments going back and forth for like the reasoning why is like pretty funny because anyone that works in the restaurant knows exactly why none of them are going back to work and it's for reasons that Ashley and I've spoken about but then the restaurants are like oh it's just these millennials it's so hard to find good people like they don't want to be paid poverty wages and they don't want to be overworked and the only time you can get a break is if you take up smoking and you'll never get a day off when you ask for it and it's absolutely expected that you work overtime and not get paid and but like it's so hard being a business we just can't find anyone to hire (laughs) so I'll give you the opposite side of that where I worked for a business a restaurant and it was a chain and there's in a lot of chain restaurants there's a lot of culture that goes around Mm -hmm. it and you really have to fit that culture and if you don't they don't like you Mm -hmm. and I did not fit the culture. So I got fired. And it's funny because I got fired for not partying enough with the staff. Wow. I was the one who took everybody's shift. Anytime somebody wanted a day off or leave early or whatever, I was the one who was working the close opens, the open overs, the yeah. I was doing it all. Anytime they open close, I was doing it. So you want time off no problem ask ash she'll take your shift i was a bartender so i could bartend or i could waitress i could do either or and mm-hmm. one day i slept funny i think and i came into work and i was struggling to load the bar and i was doing it probably a little slower than i typically would and they mm-hmm. used that opportunity to fire me and it was two days either two days before or the day of I think it was the day of actually of my three months oh and so they ended up actually screwing themselves because it was so it was either yeah it was either the day of my three months or it was the day after my three months and in Canada we have a three-month probationary period and after that you cannot fire without a cause but three months you can fire yeah. with no cause yeah you can just let somebody go for literally no reason whatsoever and so they ended up actually having to pay me severance because they unjustly fired me but whispers went around and it was all because I was not a partier enough with the rest of the staff and wow. I was taking everybody's shifts instead well, that also tells me. So it can me, go either way, really. Yeah, that tells me that there was like there was stuff being done when they were partying that probably shouldn't have been done, shouldn't have been happening. 
that you were not a part of, but you possibly knew about and someone didn't want you to see or hear that? Possibly. That's what I think. It could be a few different things. And the person that actually ended up coming in to fill in for me that took my spot was one of the manager's best friends. So I think it could have been a bit of both. Something shady. Shady. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that you can learn a lot about a company with how they deal with time off, sickness, vacation, mm-hmm. overtime, pay, you know, and anything like that. Um, what's hard sometimes as a business owner is that we get a lot of people that abuse it, right? Mm-hmm. We get a lot of people that call in sick. We do, I deal with this with probation usually. Like if you call in sick in your first three months, I like to me, I get a red flag right away. That's kind of like, if you can't be on best, best behavior, show up, let me send you home type thing in your first three months. That's a massive red flag for me. Um, and that's just because of, of, you know, use and abuse that happens. You know, people mm-hmm. do call it call in sick quite often. And they, you know, then we find out that, you know, they're, they were at the club till two o'clock in the morning. Don't post it on your social media if you're going to be sick the next day. Um, so sometimes I think business owners will come from a place of like, I've been burned so many times. No, you can't have the day off. You have to come in. I don't care if you're sick because of another experience that they're possibly linking it to, but Mm -hmm. just got to weed out the good from the bad. Yeah. I think that's going to change a lot though, going forward, to be honest with you because of COVID and Mm -hmm. the whole thing of if you're sick, don't come in. You know what, now, yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to cause a little bit of problem for a little bit because I think people are going to kind of use and abuse it. Oh, we've had like clients use that. and abuse it. <laughs> oh, did, I'm sorry, Miss So-and-so, did, you had an appointment today at 2 o'clock. It's down you know, 2.15. Oh, and you can tell that they've forgotten about it. And they're like, oh, I, I, I left a message. I'm not feeling well. I think that I may have been exposed to COVID. Yeah, there's always a few people that ruin it. COVID, as an yes, it's always like that, right? (laughs) Only time will tell. Yes, it will. It'll it'll all change. It'll all change. But or to get a doctor's note to get out of your shift, like if you say you're sick, need proof. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. There's nothing I hate more than that, though. I'll be totally honest. Yeah. When it it's like when you, you need a doctor's doctor. note. There's no, but there's nothing worse when the doctor's like, yeah, you need to stay home. You can't go in. And this is like, I had the doctor do this for when I, he put me on bed rest when I was pregnant. And I said, can you give me a note for that so that I can pass this on to my employer so that my employer knows that I have to be on bed rest and I can't go in. This isn't me asking and being like, okay, I just want a doctor's note to get out of this. This mm, is yeah. you telling me you cannot go in. And I still had to pay for the damn note. Yeah, they charge now. But again, that goes and back to it goes back to what Becca was saying. It's, you know, a few people that ruin it for everyone. The odd time that I had to get a doctor's note that I was just, I was sick. There, there was no fee for it. But it's when people were like, oh, I need to get a doctor's note now that the doctors are like, fuck, you're not sick. So I'm going to charge for this now. Like everyone and, and their and their mother is asking for a doctor's note. There's going to be a fee associated with it now because it, it ties into um, my day and less patients that I have to see because I have to go do these notes and I need to fax them or email them. Mm-hmm. And I agree you going in and ask, 
But when the doctor is telling you, no, you cannot go in, or you need to be on bed rest, or you need to stay home for the next three days, or this is contagious, whatever it is, I think the doctor should then just be giving you the note. I don't think Mm -hmm. that you should be charged a fee for something that you didn't ask for. Well, it all, it all comes down to if we all share the same doctor and I call and I say, I need a doctor's note because I'm not feeling well, but actually he's telling you that. And then I find out that you had to pay or, and I didn't or vice versa. Then it goes back to the doctor or to the clinic, to the business saying, well, my friend is a patient here and she didn't have to pay. So it's all about consistency. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Because no one cares about the details on who was there, who called in for a note, or did he tell me that I need to stay home, but he didn't tell you. But all that the end user hears is that I had to pay for it and you didn't and why. Yeah, that's true. Right. Doesn't mean I agree, but I hear no, you. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so on that note, I think our time is up today. I think we got some little mm-hmm. valuable information. Do not work mm-hmm. at restaurants. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or just if you're interviewing for a new position, just eat at them. Should give you ideas for what you can ask the employer, like and especially with COVID, maybe ask them what they did and how they treated their employees while they were closed, if they were closed, because that will tell you a lot about the company. Or you know, how does time off work? Maybe don't ask them about like the sick policy because that yeah. could put off alarm Flag, bells, but. Yeah. Like vacation time, how far out do you like notice for scheduling? Da, 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 and you can find out a lot about the employer. Yeah. And I, I think because, you know, we don't we don't think about things like if there's a family emergency, how a company is going to deal with it, because that is, that's not an interview question. That's something that you deal with when it happens and you don't really expect it to happen. So a good mm-hmm. interview question for the um, for the interview is, you know, have you ever had someone have a massive family emergency and how did the company deal with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say I've worked for some amazing restaurants and I don't think it's yeah. all, but it's, it's knowing what the, what the community inside that place of employment is and whether it be a restaurant, whether it be a spa, whether it be an office, knowing what that family, family will say life inside your work environment is going to be I think is really important yeah so maybe sure. even during interview what is the quote-unquote family dynamic within the office or this workplace like mm-hmm. do people hang out together do they not do they because that might tell you whether it's a place that you want to work or you don't want to work mm-hmm. that's true sure. well Becca where can they find us you can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, anywhere you listen to podcasts, just search Between Both Cheeks. You can watch the episodes on YouTube. If you type in Between Both Cheeks in the search bar, it will come up. And if you can't find it, the channel name is Wax Hair Removal Bar. We have an email. You can talk to us and send us your thoughts. The email is comments at betweenbothcheeks.com. And you can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Between Both Cheeks. If you are on an Apple device, though, we can see the statistics. Most of you are on an Apple device. Please write us a review. That's the only place you can write a review on the podcast. And it really helps us out. 
And we know that's where you're listening. <laughs> so please do that do on the podcast app. Uh, and you open up the show and you scroll down, there will be an area and it will say write a review and you can look at the other reviews that we've had in the past. If you could do that, that really helps us out. Whether you like the show or you have some critiques and you disagree with some things, let us know either in the review We love or constructive in an email. criticism. Absolutely, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and tell us what you want to hear for topics. If there's anything that we haven't discussed, let us know what you want us to talk about. Yes. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Good night. See you next week.